Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Today I'm going to be speaking on binding and losing. When you read Leviticus chapter 25, the verse number 8 says that, I'm starting from verse 8, and thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, seven times seven, and the space of seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Verse 9. And thou shalt cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. In the day of atonement shall you make the trumpet sound throughout the land. Verse 10. And you shall hallow the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you and you shall return every man to his own possessions and you shall return every man to his own family. Now go back to the verse number 9. That verse number 9 says, And thou shalt cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. In the day of atonement shall you make the trumpet sound throughout the land. So thou shalt cause the trumpet to sound, and you will make the trumpet sound. Thou shalt cause the trumpet to sound, and you will make the trumpet sound. That means if it is the year of Jubilee and you don't sound the trumpet, nothing will happen. If it is the year of Jubilee and you don't sound the trumpet, slaves will remain slaves. Slave masters will remain slave masters. Bondage will be in place. Nothing will happen because nobody has sounded the trumpet. Until Gideon picks up his trumpet, the people of Israel will remain in bondage to the Midianites. So you know what, people? The trouble in your family is not the devil, and it's not God, and it's not your enemies. The trouble in the family is you. You have refused to sound a trumpet. You know, one day I heard a preacher say something. The thing almost sounded blasphemous. This pastor said, A dear own pen. And he said, Oh, no, I Juma. Na and Crawford, and Numonyam, no, Ama Onyame. Na say, Yame, or see, he will not share his glory with anybody. Antina, Adentina, or Nunu glory, and Crawford, Aji, Ediamanyame. Now, it sounds blasphemous. But what he's saying is, I've done something and you are giving all the glory to God and as if I've done nothing. That, that's what he's saying. Of course, I don't think what he was saying was what the thing sounds like. I don't think he's saying it is not God who helped him. I don't think he's also taking the glory of God. I think what that man is saying is that there is a time when something is the responsibility of human being. When it comes to the praise, 
and the glory. I would never want to even st stand in the picture and think somebody should appreciate me. No, no. But when it comes to responsibility, I want to be responsible. I want to be responsible for whether there will be sin in my life, a curse in my life, poverty in my life, frustration in my life, bondage in my life, confusion in my life. Listen, I want to take responsibility. From age 20, when I got born again, I decided I am the determining factor whether curses, ancestral curses, are going to remain in my family or not. Poverty is going to remain in the family or not. Bondage is going to remain in my family or not. I took responsibility. And I can tell you the truth. I'm not looking to any of my brothers or sisters to contribute or to do anything. No, no, no. I just told myself it's my job. This is what birthright is all about. Taking charge of something. I came to the Upper East region. Sometimes when I speak, you're like, ah, you see the chief of the town? You see the regional minister? Listen, I made Upper East region my responsibility. And I don't care what anybody thinks. I, I made it my responsibility. The day you begin to understand that every evil happening around your life, you allowed it. That day, deliverance will come. But as long as you keep looking, you keep looking at everybody. Eh, God didn't help me. God didn't help me. And some to say the devil is too strong. And some to say the, the, the church did not support him. And some nobody helped me. And I was going through. Whatever you say today, it will happen. And God told the people of Israel, as you have said in my ear, so will I do to you. He said, I am taking every word you have spoken. And that's what I will do. If you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And you don't doubt in your heart. But you believe that what you are saying will come to pass. You shall have whatsoever you say. You shall cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound. And you will make the trumpet sound. And it is when you make it sound, when you let it sound, that is when people will be loosed. And that is when the slave masters will be bound. So slave masters will be bound Cases of many years will be bound. Demons of many years will be bound. And then the people will be loose. And they will go. So today we are talking about binding and losing. Now the jubilee trumpet did not sound on its own accord. We err when we think things can happen even when we do nothing. We must proclaim our jubilee before it happens. If the time for the jubilee arrives, but no man sounds the trumpet, there can be no jubilee. There can be no freedom. 
I want to give you a little mathematical equation. The jubilee is equal to binding and losing. Everything about jubilee is binding and losing. Binding and losing. Blowing the horn of the jubilee is comparable with binding the strong man and losing the blessings upon the land. Heaven works in partnership with the earth to release our blessings. When heaven decides to bless a man, heaven works in partnership with a human being. Heaven works in partnership with people. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18 to 20. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Verse 19. And again I say, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Verse 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and what you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That's an interesting scripture. We all know this scripture, but we don't know it. So he's saying what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. What you lose on earth is loosed in heaven. The Amplified Version of the Bible puts it in another way that is also very interesting. Sir. I assure you, I like that. Verily, verily means I assure you. He said, I assure you, and most solemnly I say unto you, whatever you bind, in other words, parenthesis, whatever you forbid or declare improper and unlawful on earth shall have already been bound in heaven. And whatsoever you lose, permit, declare unlawful, declare lawful on earth shall have already been loose in heaven. So what he's saying is that by the time you are binding something on earth, it has already been declared illegal in heaven. So you want to find out what are the things I'm supposed to bind? Anything that is declared illegal in heaven cannot and should not happen on earth. So sin is illegal in heaven. It should not happen here. Frustration is illegal in heaven. It should not happen here. Sickness is illegal in heaven. It should not happen here. Poverty is illegal in heaven. It should not happen here. A curse is illegal in heaven. It should not happen here. In other words, in the earth, in the world in which you dwell, anything that is not in heaven is not supposed to be in your environment. Now, that means when you find something in your environment which is not in heaven, it is abnormal. And whenever these kind of things are preached, people say, um, but you see, but you see. And that but you see is the thing that is allowing the thing to persist. <laughs> like when they tell you, look, you should not be sick. Yeah, 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 yeah you know, but under some circumstances. And those, those people who are very old say, but you know, with old age, there are things that come with old age, you know, there are things that come with old age. And the Bible said, and Moses 
was 120 years old and his natural force was not abated and his eyes were not dim. Moses. Caleb came to Joshua. He said, when we went to spy the promised land out, I am now 85 years. He said, when I went, I think they were about 40 or something. And he said, after over 40 years or so, my strength is still the same. Listen to me. Today, stop permitting that thing in your life. Bind it and tell the thing it is illegal. And the thing will go. And sometimes, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? The things that are confusing us are the things that are supposed to help us. A lawyer. Three of the people that can frustrate your life most. Three of the people that can frustrate your life most. And reduce you to almost an unbeliever. I will show you the three things. Lawyer. Banker. And doctor. These three, if you are not careful, they will take your Bible from you lawyer everybody say lawyer banker doctor tell yourself sanko for me and send me show me you angie and the spirit you see a doctor is supposed to help you like luke was around paul but paul never allowed luke to take hold of his life like when the serpent bit Paul and he shook it into the fire. At that time, Luke was not with him. Otherwise, the man would say, bring me anti-snake serum. But the man just shook it into the fire and remained standing. Eh, the doctor can confuse you. By the time they take the lab results and everything and put them in front of you, you are a dead man. And then you go to a doctor and the doctor tells you, this disease cannot be cured. And then when they tell you the thing is cancer. Hey, you can't sleep. Leukemia. Leukemia. You can't sleep. You are not thinking about how you are going to die. But we know people who stood up and fought against cancer until they overcame cancer. Today, I came to declare just one statement. What you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And what you lose on earth is losing heaven. And the Amplified says, what you forbid on earth. And declare improper and unlawful. Today, any sickness, any sin, any curse, we declare it forbidden. We declare it illegal. We declare it improper. We declare it unlawful. In the name of Jesus. Listen to me. From today, can you declare even poverty a crime in your life? Listen, tell yourself it is a crime for your child to ask you school fees and you don't have it. It is a crime for your wife to be looking for rent and you don't have it. It is a crime for your child to be looking for a pair of shoes and you don't have it. Come on, shout, it's a crime. Can I have you lift up your hand and say, any inability, disability is a crime in my life. Any inability, any disability is a crime. It's a crime. They call it the sin of omission. 
binding. What we bind on earth is bound in heaven. What we forbid and declare to be improper and unlawful is bound. So you see, you have to classify the thing, categorize it, and you know what to do with it. That, that this thing, I declare it unlawful. I declare it illegal. And so shall it be. And examples of the things that, examples of, of those things that are illegal. Sin. Sickness. I, I just put them there so that you know. Sin, sickness. Curses. Poverty. Poverty. I mentioned the bank. Do you notice that almost any problem you have, if it's a house, you, you, you are thinking without a loan you can build it. Some of you even borrow to pay dowry. So your wife is alone. <laughs> I prophesy on somebody's life. You will never die with a debt hanging on your head. A prophet. A righteous prophet died and the wife went to Elisha and said, your husband was, a, my husband was a righteous man, but he has died and the creditors are coming to take our children to make them slaves. May you bind indebtedness in your life. Bind it. Don't, don't permit it. Don't permit it. It is not normal. What I tell people is that, you know what? If you can pay a loan, it means you have the money. So why did you borrow? <laughs> Many people who borrow money, if they sit down and examine themselves well, they will find out that actually, when they took the loan, only about 30% of the loan or 40% went into the, the real reason for which they took the loan. 60%. As soon as you receive the loan, some of your family members decide to die. Hey, until you have the loan. Then as soon as you take the loan, they say, ha, I meet me. Na fe ni pay you or pay ye papa. Na afi see una coffee near there. And because you have a loan, you don't think. In fact, a loan makes your brain like the brain of somebody who has taken a petachi. You forget the money is not yours. I'll come. I'll take care of the loan. I'll take care of the the coffin. Oh, even the coffin, the coffin, move for gold. Because you are holding your future death in your hand. In fact, a loan which is being spent by heart is your personal future death. The financial the financial challenge comes and immediately loan. That is why I talk about bank. The lawyer is another one. Small case which you can use wisdom. Small case which you can use humility. Small case who you can, which you can use common sense. You see, you will hear from my lawyers. 
So, before you even pray, you are thinking about a lawyer who may be a liar. You see, lawyer and liar, eh? the only difference is how they interpret a piece of paper. In fact, if I am one of the only human beings on earth, lawyers may go on retirement. No, they, they will only become record keepers. You know, we have lawyers, you know, they keep our documents, they keep this, this. You know, that, that will be the end of your work. But to stand here and take a piece of paper, and then, you know, and the, you know, my client, you know, according to section this and this article, that and that, I think an orgy walking is what they more. No, be a shame to say, oh, yes, awful. On this one, yes, awful. Yeah, it won't happen. Give a big clap offering to Jesus. So you see, the, the Christian, I will talk to my lawyers. And then I will talk to my doctor. And then I will talk to my bankers. These are the three people in your life. Oh, can I also add, I will talk to my pastor. Yeah, 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 I have to see pastor about this. I will talk to my pastor. I, I forgot the fourth group of people, pastor. Chai. You are lying in your house. You hear something under your bed. Chiri, 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 chiri. Then you take a text. Pastor, there's a movement here. <laughs> so, you know, another group of people that deny you the use of your faith are pastors. Your waist is twisted in the house. Instead of binding it, you get up. Can you carry me to the pastor? are running daria you hold your hold it until we get to the pastor hold it hey your marriage you and your wife are intentionally fighting yes i'll tell the pastor to solve the problem then the pastor will sit down with two adult people who are behaving like they are children I have done many, many, many marriage counseling. And by the time I wake up, I lose respect. By the time I get up to go, I've lost respect for the two people I'm talking to. By the time I finish with them, they are in their 40s, but I think they are 16-year-old children. And I can tell you, admin, any man who can quarrel with his wife more than 24 hours is a child. I thought men would clap. Some of the truths in life are very difficult to keep. A man should not have a confusion with your wife over 24 hours. Why? The Bible said, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Neither giving place to the devil. Your wife. A woman you've married. And she has produced a child for you. She's kneeling in front of you, begging. Are you Nebuchadnezzar? Are you Idi Amin? Come on, go away again. 
That's the way we say it in, in God. Go away again. That means get out of there. So you know, people invite the devil to their house, give him a chair, give him a bed to sleep. And after that, they are looking for deliverance. From who? I should deliver you from something you invited and give the thing license to stay in your house. Ah. Examples of the things that are not permitted in heaven. Sin, sickness, curses, poverty. Oh, but you see, as of poverty, it is God who makes the poor and God who makes the rich. So why didn't God make you the rich? Why have you chosen the, the poverty? From today, we change your status. Listen, go to America right now. There's something they call transgendering. People change even their sex. People that were born women, they go and do operation and change themselves to men. And people that were born men, they go and change their sex to women. I'm not saying it's a good thing. But if people are even forcing and changing sex, please change the poverty. Change the poverty. Change it. Misery. There's no misery in heaven. Your life should not be a life of misery. Distraction is another one. The thief came at but for to steal, to kill, to destroy. I am come that they may have life. Listen, even death is illegal at a certain point. When it's not your time, you don't have to die. I pray in Jesus' name that anybody whose hands are lifted, may God deliver you from unlawful death, illegal death, premature death, Come on, say, I bind every spirit of premature death. I shall not die, but I will live to declare the works of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, the simple way to understand what is illegal is that anything Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection paid for, it is illegal for the devil to do it to you. So sin, Jesus paid for it. Sickness, he paid for it. A curse, he paid for it. Death, he paid for it. It is illegal for the devil to come to you. So for example, if you are owing 20 Ghana, and then Pastor David went and paid for it for you, the one you are owing the 20 Ghana cannot come to you and say you owe him 20 Ghana because David has paid for it. In the same way, the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is also sickness, poverty, curses, frustration. Jesus paid for it and said it is finished. Therefore, Satan, you have no right to come to me to ask me for something Jesus Christ has paid for. Oh, he paid for my sin. He paid for my sickness. He paid for my poverty. The Bible said he became poor that I might be rich. He said by his stripes I was healed. He said the chastisement of my peace was upon him. And if he has paid for it, the devil cannot come to me and ask the same thing. Oh, he's my peace. Come on, scream it like your voice is yours and praise God. Can you imagine that the things Jesus Christ has paid for, Satan is coming to us to ask us again. Oh. 
pray the prayer as a father. If Joshua spoke to the sun and he stopped, and spoke to the moon and he stopped, I have no reason to allow some things to remain around me. Even in the church. I demand right now in the name of Jesus, by divine authority, anybody who is under the sentence to die, I revoke it by the authority in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Anybody that is under a sentence to be sick, I revoke it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what? There are times you exercise authority for yourself, but there are times also because God has given you a shepherd and God has given you a pastor, he too must take responsibility. Today, there is a situation in your life, I take responsibility as your pastor and as your shepherd and I rebuke that thing in the name of Jesus. I take authority over it and I command the devil loose in Jesus name. Come on, clap your hands and praise God. Somebody say binding. Come on, shout it binding. And I want you to say it. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And what you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.